Hey everyone, today Galatians part 2. We'll be looking at only two verses, so somewhat of a short session. There's some tension in the text today, and we'll look at Galatians chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. Here's what Paul says. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor for each will have to bear his own load. Okay, uh, like I said, tension in the text uh, with a part of this language that Paul uses where he talks about boasting. And it may come across as a bit confusing at first glance. But I believe, uh, surely, this is meant to be in context with uh, the whole chapter and uh, with the last session uh, consider like the first three verses that we looked at, the danger and, and the caution we should take when we're restoring a brother or sister. So uh, let's look at it in that context, in the context of all of the letter to the Galatians. And let's ponder this, this tension in, in the text and focus in on that. So first off, then thinking back to the last session for context. Remember, we talked about how it's tempting to be thinking we're better than those we're trying to help restore. I mean, after all, we're bearing their burdens. We're guiding them back to the path. They're the ones that are, uh, you know, falling away. So it's easy to slide into this better than thou way of thinking instead of being led by the Spirit and gentleness like uh, we read last time. Uh, verse 1. Uh, let's see, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. And we have to be walking in step with the spirit or we are prone to stumble on our old sins or new sins even. Galatians 5.25 we read, if we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit. So that old self-righteousness just doesn't give up in uh, its effort to re-immerse into our lives. I think it's also a common temptation for us to compare ourselves with others as a way to measure our sense of self-righteousness. And we elevate ourselves above the very ones that we are trying to help restore. Uh, it's also common for us to seek the approval and the praise from those that we counsel. The troublers were, were wanting both of these things from the Galatians. So that's some of the context of what's going on. And Paul says, test yourself, right? Test yourself. Then he says what we read in verse 4. And then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. So this can be the confusing part. Paul says, check your work, then you will know whether your boasting is connected to your neighbor or from within you, right? And the implication seems to be that after we test ourselves, if we find we can boast in ourselves, it is a good thing. And uh, the way we think of this in our culture today about the word boasting, that just sounds wrong, right? So what is the context of this boasting? Uh, we have to include other parts of the same writing to discern or define what this boasting is. 
That's why context is so important. Anytime we quote a verse by itself, you know, I think memorization is awesome, but we really need to know the context. And many times we have no idea uh, what surrounds that verse that we memorize. We just looked at the gentle spirit that Paul says we need. That doesn't seem to be something that includes boasting as we usually understand it, right? If we interpret this boasting in, in verse 4 as being a reason to brag, which is usually the way we think of it, that's the most common definition. How can we rectify that with what he just said in verse 3, the verse right before, where if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. And how could it be in sync with the rest of the Bible, right? All of the Galatians is about not having self-righteousness. Or take Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. He says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So we have no reason to boast in ourselves. So back to Galatians and contextual integrity, right? It makes sense that our reason to boast is not because of the approval of our neighbor. That was in verse 4. And it's not self-righteous approval, thinking we're something when we are nothing. That's in verse 3. But it's still an approval that, according to Paul, somehow abides in us. That's verse 4. What then is the nature of this boasting? Okay, I, I have a spoiler alert for you. In our next session, Paul tells us that there is only one thing in all of life that he boasts about. Let's go ahead and take a peek at that. Galatians 6.14 But far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. That must be it. We boast of Christ in us. That's the cross, his resurrection, his glory, not our own, his work in us. That's what Galatians is about. It's Jesus' righteousness working in us and through us and out of us in love. Uh, it's not about our goodness because the only thing good in us is Jesus. And we'll look closer at that verse next time. So again, one thing Paul says is how we should test ourselves that our boasting is not in what our neighbor thinks of us. And much of the time, I think that what we do is connected to us trying to get people to like us. Still, there is another way that our boasting should not be in ourselves, which we looked at. Romans says, there's none that doeth good. We're all gone out of the way. There's none that seek after God, right? We already read how we should not think that we're something when we're nothing. But actually, our boasting should be for something good that God is, is doing and, and motivating, which is, yes, in us. It's in our heart. So Paul is saying, make a right assessment of yourself. Think about what's in your heart that motivates you. 
Are you walking in step with the Spirit? Are you bearing the fruit of the Spirit we read about in chapter 5? Verse 22, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Where does our, that's yours and my, approval come from? Let the Holy Spirit guide us in our testing. Let's pray. Father God, you are awesome, Lord. Thank you for Jesus, our righteousness, who who works in us. Father, help us to internalize this truth that we are nothing in ourselves. And that, that keeps us humble. It keeps us gentle. And yet we have the power of the resurrection at work in our lives for the mission of, of Jesus. And we are his children with an inheritance. And if God is for us, no one can be against us. Please, Father, help us to to walk in these truths and that they might be internalized into our heart. and We might have clarity on who we are in Christ Jesus. Thank you for the gift of grace and faith, Father. To you be the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name.